won't be able to hear anyone answer the door. Yeah, well, it could be part of the podcast. Ooh, pizza's here. What's everybody up to? You're listening to the only podcast in the world. I'm Nick Vargas, joined as always by the illustrious, illustrious, as always, recently promoted (laughs) Dean Castlevania. How you doing? And Fletcher Massey. (laughs) Guys, dude, we have a huge crowd in here. We're actually doing this one live from stage. So yeah, we've told them to be really quiet during the (laughs) podcast, though. That's why you can't. We can't. They're so excited (laughs) about being here. Um, thanks everybody. It's a little awkward Quiet given down. that we're not wearing clothes. I don't want to hear another peep until this podcast is over. Do you understand? Yes, Nick. Thank you, you huge crowd with one voice. <laughs> um, somebody hand me a diet salmon now. <laughs> a diet water in a can. Um, yeah, so uh, as always, we are going to open a beer and pour it out <laughs> because alcohol is bad um no but uh yeah let's open these bad boys we weren't toasting anything no, this no. Is our, and as uh, always okay, we raise our, these glasses but we not, usually open them after our time honored tradition. we're time honoring our tradition that we're well, doing it doesn't matter all right we just want Dean, to drink that was a weird voice until we honor. um <laughs> what do we do this to we're honoring um, our time tradition this one, well, that's awkward, but it's not its not in our lives, but let's go ahead and raise our glasses to the workplace romances that no one ever found out about yeah. and worked out in successful marriages, sort of bypassed oh, the entire system. That's nice. That's to you guys. Right, to cheers. you guys. Hey, Happy I mean, lives. not us, but you guys in the podcast. Well, to the people in the crowd no. that have probably I'd never be that, that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people you're around all day, every that's day, true. you know? Yeah. It's true. Talk about finding love in a hopeless place. <laughs> the <laughs> workplace. Talk about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been a little while, but what's happened? Um, what's happened on social media, guys? Oh, uh, are we officially at that point that we should talk about? Well, it might be a little early, but are we going to talk about the tweet stealing challenge, even though I'm the only one who did it? Did you really do it that much? I did it with three tweets. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can talk about those if you want. Or if you want I, to give us another week, we could do a video. I think it's you know. straight time. To- oh, I yeah. Think, I think we can maybe talk about what you did and basically you just stealing some of Dean's tweets, which is hilarious. Wildly successful. <laughs> Dang it. Um, just goes to show you, but, if I had Nick's body and face... I'd be wildly successful. <laughs> the hair's important. But I also... No, I, I also I'm think, keeping my hair. Your hair is good, too. Thank you. I, I would like, you know, to go along with our original experiment where we were just going to blatantly steal, like, popular tweets and see if we could get called out and see if we could get extra followers instead of just... But are we ever going to do that or are we too... Well, that's too that's what I'm thinking. Like, too busy. We need to, too cowardly. We need to really gotcha. lock it down this well, week, and even though we've already had two weeks to do it and just haven't. Well, listen, this is what happened this week, is I came up with some genius tweets all on my own, and I was like, dang, I hope no one thinks I stole these, because <laughs> <laughs> these are all me. And then Nick just stole them. And then Nick stole them. Those are great. And all God's people said totes. That was my most successful tweet of the week. Came straight from Dean's little grab bag. 
and Dean got like one fave on it, and it got lots yeah. of retweets. I, got, I think I got eight retweets and twelve favorites, yeah. and one of those retweets was someone with sixteen thousand followers. So yeah. I really hit. Probably wow. close to seventeen, eighteen thousand. Yeah. That people. didn't entirely formulate out of my own mind. I was with a group of friends, and it had started as an "all God's people said" word, and uh, kind of morphed a little bit. And you know what? Um, I guess this is what we're talking about now. But um, <laughs> what I did that I think improved on your tweet is put "totes" in quotation marks, mm. so it became a little more clear that that's what they were saying. Gotcha. But a lot of times on Twitter, it's better to leave out like the grammatical nuances Mm -hmm. and in this case i just think it made it a little more clear so basically twitter is not the place for english majors is what you're saying yeah exactly right what is the place for english majors uh i mean somewhere that somewhere that like it's mostly just writing and you have to be succinct and concise and really develop a full thought as you know, quickly and accurately as possible. If there was something like that, mm, if there texting was only... your friends, got it, got it. Yeah, <laughs> something like slightly shorter by maybe twenty characters. Yeah, one hundred and forty characters is is stretching an English major quite yeah. a bit. Do you know how long it takes to read one hundred and forty characters? <laughs> like a minute and a half. Hey, what and you we're doing typing over, over here. Uh, sorry, I was just soliciting some more questions, so. We're actually, we have plenty of questions here. Um, (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about social media. Social media, what is social media? (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody know? I seriously don't know. I did hear something, the interesting... (laughs) I did hear something, the interesting something. That was interesting the other day. The interesting Um, something you heard. Online, uh, saying that social... Social media is kind of just media. It's just media. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that wasn't it at all. Actually, it was that like commenting on an article is not social per se. Like it's or writing a blog article isn't social. Um, that's not interacting with people really. That's still publishing. That's still media as media. It's still not a kind of interactively based. Um, medium whereas something like, like medium texting <laughs> and well, facebook because facebook is a network you're publishing to your friends that's what makes it social but if you have a blog article and you're just like yeah i'll accept comments from like complete strangers that's not necessarily social in the same sense and instagram is really lacking a lot on like you know you can share what you're doing and give people lots of fomo but mm-hmm. cause them some FOMO. Yeah, but um, you know the the interactions are pretty limited on there. I mean, I think I think Twitter is probably the best case of like being a truly social media because there's people that I've just met on Twitter that I've never even met in real life that mm-hmm. I'm you know like Twitter friends with. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like truly a social environment. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably be best friends for the rest of your lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Wow. S- somewhat importantly, like did best... you even tweet this week, Dean? Yeah, a few times. Mm, not gonna cut it. Keeping that, keeping You'll that feed nice and quiet. That. <laughs> keeping um, that feed nice and quiet for you guys. Oh yeah, that's true. He didn't want to break his promise. Got some followers on Twitter. Yeah, how's our? F- okay, that's how we should start every week. Is like, how did we do? How come? <laughs> um. Well, just because I'm 
pretty awesome. Um, is that right? I, I started I started this. Is that what I started is? somewhere like a little around two ninety followers, and I'm up to like three thirty now. So I've been kind of consistently gaining traction. Gaining yeah, gaining a Mario. little bit of traction. Wait, but a, a lot of that comes from A and M and wearing bow ties and tweeting about it. And More like traction. Am I right? Do you mean A I M? AOL Instant Messenger? Yeah. That's where I get most of mine, too. Um, I actually, guys, had a very successful week, if you can... Well, let me take that back. I had a pretty <laughs> successful go. Got all the way up to 1990. Went to Sasquatch, where I tweeted one thing, and it was a Vine. That said Block Party? Yeah. And it was a... I mean, I think it was a pretty good Vine, but, like, whatever, right? Yeah. Got back and had 1982 again. 1981. Mm. So I lost nine followers keeping it quiet. Keeping the feed quiet. Wow. Didn't People didn't want quiet. You. They wanted me to talk shit about the Xbox One. They were like, dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's another thing we've missed. We haven't... We we uh, kind of dropped the ball a little bit. And, you know, we're just busy being celebrities and, and couldn't, yeah. couldn't actually podcast things. last uh-huh. week. Um we were just way too busy with interviews and things of that sort. But um, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, we had maybe, laugh, maybe one of the <laughs> maybe one of the best days in San Francisco. Um, and so I blew up my social media quite a bit for anyone that follows me during Beta Breakers, just sending mm-hmm. out interesting pics of people dressed mm-hmm. as bananas, among other things. What did that do that for your class? Shaped for? like bananas. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, let's check my cloud score right now. Let's actually. not. <laughs> let's check it and, and update you, you people, you lovely, wonderful people out there. So Nick is. I, I'm steadily dropping. Apparently, here I have a lot of red on my cloud. Yeah. So I have dropped. Listen. So I dropped from a 67 to a 65. So all of you people listening, I could really, really use some retweets to get back up to 67 and get some extra clout perks. More Thank like you. you should add Listen, more networks to clout. I've been steadily declining on clout for the last two weeks. Very A very slow but steady rate of decline. I think they call that a slow death. <laughs> a slow death. Basically, my life is slowly ending. But uh, I posted something on Facebook yesterday. That got 140 likes, which I really thought would be good for at least two clout points. <laughs> and it really only gave me 0. 0.6 of a clout point, which I didn't think, change the score. I think clout <laughs> has it shown up on your clout timeline yet? Yeah. Because I think clout sometimes is really slow. About no, it is delayed, but it did nothing. Well, so, so what was it? What got you the 140 likes? Yeah. Um... Oh, I, I got a promotion, and and uh, you know, those are those kind of like like life events uh, that people are people who like you haven't spoken to in three years are just like oh good for him. People like, actually care about it a little yeah. bit. It's like oh a real world event instead it's of like, like it's oh, like I'm me liking today. this post even though I have not spoken to him in years is still an okay thing to do. Like it's not going to make him think I'm in love with him. Yeah, well, yeah, I like that because it's you know like you're legitimately happy for people yeah. like oh, I oh you know you oh we just we just bought our new house we just like I just exactly got a job yeah. no exactly I just moved to a new city exactly and Nick would argue that that's exactly what the Facebook status is all about as compared to just little nothings or, right yeah I well, would think that as well 
You do think that? Yeah, Facebook is more for recording your life event, like on a timeline. It's really, it's a database of, you know, major points in your life, I think, whereas Twitter or something else is kind of the day-to-day of like, oh, I'm going to complain about something or, oh, I'm going to make a little joke. Yeah, I mean, I think that in some regards, because as we've said like a million times, people choose to follow you on Twitter. It's sort of like Facebook is more like your family and Mm -hmm. Twitter's more like your friends. Um, but it's actually not like that. So like you can use Facebook however you want. I just don't like when people use it a way that I have to see that crap every second. I've been a lot more trigger happy recently on Facebook, just removing people from the feed. If they're not people I usually interact with in real life and, or just put them on the acquaintances list, which shows less of their stuff on your main feed, like only kind of stuff that's really relevant right um, i think is a good way to go because we're kind of in this age where everything is a feed and like there's only so much information we can absorb and like you really have to actively cut it down or otherwise you just get a very random yeah. cross-section of it i agree well i mean because well is there anything big that you guys want to talk about twitter had a little update on their app but like it wasn't super substantial. It seems like it's mostly an aesthetic update. They changed the design a little bit, and they made it when you tweet. It's like a little easier to get to your pictures when you're trying to tweet a picture. There's mm-hmm. actually like just one link that opens straight up into your oh, that's cool into your album. And then so instead of clicking to add a picture and then choosing oh, do I want to take a <laughs> picture? Or go to my album. You can just go straight to mm-hmm. either one, straight to the camera, straight to the album. Nice. So that's cool. But yeah, the rest of it, I think, was purely design. Yeah, I think when I signed up for Twitter, like it was it was difficult to post a picture like you kind of had to go about it fairly manually. And I mean, this is years ago. Yeah. Well, I think back in the day you had like Twitter wouldn't even host their own pictures. Right. You had to have a separate account to host like a Flickr or TwitPic or something. Right. I mean, I really appreciate that they went ahead and bought Vine. Like, I think that's. That was a fantastic move by Twitter. Like, because Vine is awesome. I think it's going to be pretty big as like, you know, as tech, uh, as bandwidth just increases and becomes more widely available at higher rates. Like, Vine is just it. Like, yeah, I do get a little frustrated with Vine sometimes because you have to, you know, like. We're so ADD in this culture. If if that video doesn't load within four seconds, I'm not waiting around. Like what? Yeah, I'm not waiting around to watch the whole thing. So you know, I sit there and the the buffering right. little icon is going. I'm like, oh, over I'm and out. done. I'm like already scrolling down. So <laughs> back to Instagram. Yeah. So well, and when it, it wasn't like that when it first started. Like that was the main thing. Like Vine really had going for it is that it was instantaneous like as soon as you touched it it was like playing um but you know like they have a lot of videos being uploaded to that thing very fast yeah so i'm confident that you know and with time it's going to continue to improve as a service um yeah and i've just you know i love vine because i pretty much exclusively follow comedians on it and so I, like, go on to Vine to, like, see a bunch of funny jokes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's awesome. And in six seconds, I, like, you know, I could, for 30 minutes, I could watch, like, a thousand funny videos. It's awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. How's my math? 
<laughs> seconds. Times times ten times three. No, I think you're good. I think that's All right. yeah. Carry the carry the X. Carry the X. Divide by. It was three hundred. Why not? Uh, as a resident mathematician, <laughs> three hundred funny things you could see <laughs> yeah. in a one half hour. Um. Okay. So social media is over. Let's answer some questions. Unless you guys. Uh, we actually we got a we got a lot of questions I this answer week, them. so we want to answer away, and we are you dedicating. You never know when you were going to get on a tangent, either. Uh, yeah, it's like just, always. Yeah. Really, we gotta we gotta be prepared, considering we got like and a thousand questions. And we're just we're just gonna crack down this week and really just plagiarize yeah. the hell out of Twitter. <laughs> that is our commitment really? to you. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing weird Twitter this week. Are we not? Are we? Plagiarize the hell out of weird, oh, Twitter. weird Twitter. It's all plagiarism. I heard of something this week I called, a, I called subtweeting. Yeah. Wait, what is subtweeting, actually? Yeah, what is this? It's like, I, I was too correct busy. me if I'm yeah, wrong, because yeah, I'm not sure I got a full grasp on it, but it's when you make like a passive-aggressive like tweet about someone that you're interacting with in person. And maybe they're even following you on Twitter, but you don't you don't actually mention their name. You just kind of make the comment you're like uh don't you hate it when people you know uh eat their lunch in front of you and it's curry and smells awful and you're trying to work or and something. then your coworker sees it and they're like um they're like, i'm eating curry um, in front of you, you literally right now subtweet right me <laughs> i am an adult you cannot just subtweet me to your 200 followers yeah, i guess maybe it'd be awkward if they were following you so maybe maybe it's more for if they're not following you and you just why is it called subtweet? <laughs> and that's why it's called subtweet. Right. Uh, I don't know. All Can right. Someone look that up. Wait, I, I do have one more thing I want to talk about Twitter because it's it's pretty hilarious. Okay, I'm in. And I'm in. another instance of some really funny people on weird Twitter that I follow just destroying Prodigal Sam this last week. Who, oh, if you've gosh. listened to the podcast, you know about Prodigal Sam. The Prodigal Sam haters there's, podcast. There's a website called Let Me Tweet That For You. <laughs> and you can go on the website and you enter a person's username. So, for instance, I could go in here right now and type in at Nick Vargas. And then I can click and type in whatever I want in the tweet. And it creates... A JPEG, basically, a screenshot that makes it look exactly like Nick was the one that tweeted something. <laughs> oh so my then, goodness. So then you can you can like save the picture and then like link it to your Twitter to be like like you took a screenshot of someone else's oh. tweet or something like that. So people were just like railing Prodigal Sam on it this week, making him tweet like really stupid, <laughs> ridiculous things, totally making fun of him. And it looks wow. like he was the one that did it, and they just um, took a screenshot. And then you can also change like how many retweets and how many favorites you want to say that it has. You could be like 50,000 retweets or wow. – I don't know. It's kind of funny. So actually that could be a challenge for all of you out there. You could – Come up with your best tweets that Dean and Nick and Fletcher didn't really say, but you can come up idea. with it yourself. I don't know how I feel about this idea. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm for it. <laughs> It'll basically be like, you know, sarcastically photoshopping our faces into funny pictures. You can just come up with funny tweets for us and send them to us and make it look like we actually tweeted them. Um, I guess... 
I guess I do have a thing to talk about in social media, which is someone I have always loved to watch on Twitter because they're just insane and now possibly criminally insane is Jose Canseco. <laughs> yes. And oh my gosh. If you don't know him, no. he's a professional baseball player. Um, and he tweets the weirdest things at all times. Like sometimes I just think I'm reading a parody account, it seems but it's like verified. A, it seems like a weird Twitter parody account. Like uh, the other, like, you know, before what I'm about to tell you happened, he would tweet stuff like, I don't smell like, what did he say? I don't smell like, uni- I don't smell like unicorn blood in eternity. And it's like, that's. Okay, like like it's weird as hell, and you're like, how is this real? Like, who? What is he doing? Is it a joke? And I'm pretty sure at one point he also mounted a campaign to basically get elected as president of Canada, <laughs> and his tagline was hashtag Yes We Can Seiko, <laughs> wow. which I guess is is actually pretty. I mean, it's catchy. Let's, let's. I mean, be honest. I would probably vote for the guy, especially for president of Canada. Would you really, though? as president of Mars? Do you get one vote or like? <laughs> Does yours account for a little more? No, I'm like, a citizen of America. <laughs> no, you can't vote at all. I'm a citizen of Canada of Mars. in this case. I'm a citizen of Mars, so I, I can't vote. But I would if I was Canadian. Um, well, so, you know, and to tread very delicately, um, he was, a, a, according to his own Twitter feed, which none of this would have to probably be publicized, but he was accused of rape by someone and... The way that he's dealt with this has just been horrendous. Without, like, like he tweeted, like, did he, didn't he? Find out more next week. And it's like, maybe don't tweet that. Yeah. Like, and he, also, he also tweeted out a picture, picture of her. the name, and the phone number of the girl that was accusing him, telling all of his followers that they need to, like, message her and tell her to, like, Take Whoa. a polygraph test. Wow. Yeah, so... It was a little aggressive. A little... It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> a little illegal. There's, um, there's several illegal things happening in this case. But it's been... It's... I mean... I mean, I, I don't, like, really take, like, a lot of, like, schadenfreude out of this. Like, I'm not, like, really stoked to see this, like, epic meltdown. But I've also never seen something this bad like it's real life. It's yeah. like this isn't like a joke and how it's being dealt with is incredible. It's incredibly awful. So like, you know, if you if you want to see the repercussions of social media in you right. know, traditional media, right. this is what you're going to want to follow and it's going to happen I don't know, it's going to set a pretty interesting precedent, I'm sure. Yeah, guys, be careful what you post on Twitter yeah. out there. I'm curious what like other actual meltdowns have gone down on well if anyone wants to see an actual meltdown currently taking place just follow amanda Bynes. really oh is she on twitter oh she's on twitter and she will entertain you for days <laughs> she is just oh man i i can't even like it's like worse than britney spears Lindsay lohan <laughs> meltdown it's it's just going she's in full self-denial about melting down at all and she's just it's pretty it's pretty entertaining 
but at the same time, you're like, oh man, that sucks. That's wow. like well, a as meltdowns are yeah. want to do. They are both entertaining so. and cringeworthy. Yeah, I used to really enjoy the Amanda Show on Nickelodeon. Right, I know. Yeah, yeah she was a cute girl, but she is. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, well, now she's cuter follow, than ever. Follow Amanda. Follow Amanda Bynes if you want to see a real meltdown. I like my Nickelodeon stars to look more like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nickelly M- Minaj. Well, that didn't work. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, let's answer some questions. George Loftus, what's better, the girl who can quote Ghostbusters or the girl who watched it with you for the first time and liked it? So basically the question here, do you want to date a nerdy girl or turn a girl into a nerd? Well, not even that, like shared interest, this. potentially. Would you rather yeah. date a girl that you already share interest with shared or interest. Yeah. a girl that's willing to try, like, to meet you halfway or and then genuinely is more in line, maybe? I would say absolutely <laughs> a girl who is willing to be interested in the stuff you're, you're interested in because... If you're already interested in the same things, like, that's almost boring in a sense. And if you're interested in different things and she doesn't care about what you're interested in, well, that sucks. But if you're, di- if you're interested in different things and she's interested about what you're interested in, I think that's pretty much the sweet spot. Now, like, so does this go both ways? You have the, the great girl that's willing to watch Ghostbusters with you, but are you willing to watch The Notebook with the girl? You know what? I, I'd hope so. I think that's... That's probably fair. Not that I can't already quote the notebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just, I was just yeah. throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Bad example. That's a great movie. We all love it. Um. Wait, guys. I didn't want this to work both ways. Uh, okay, so I think that it's... Well, I don't know. I don't want to get hung up on this, but like, if you guys share interests, then presumably in the future, you continue to share interests in new things. So it's not like it gets really stale. Mm. Instead of like being excited about Ghostbusters, you guys go see like Iron Man three on opening night, or like maybe not even nerdy stuff, but like in no point in right. my relationship do I have to watch the Notebook. But which like but which of those things is prone to like new interests coming up that you will both share? Like, is it an attitude of trying to take a look at? what your partner is interested in or is it an attitude of like well i've already got these certain things that i'm interested in and maybe something else i'm interested in future will happen to align with what you're interested in you know or is it that attitude of like oh what are you what's that you're i'm curious like let me check it out too yeah i guess i'm i think the best thing that could happen in this whole relationship is the girl who watched it with you for the first time and didn't like it and didn't say a single word about that and just made it seem as if like she did like it because eventually you're going to share interests, right? Mm -hmm. You can't be completely opposite people Mm -hmm. and be in a relationship, but eventually like just not to be like an idiot about like your differences, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, um, well, how about, how about just the, the couple that doesn't bother watching a movie that was made almost 30 years ago and try something new. That's not the question. <laughs> it could just be Star Trek Into Darkness and, you know. I actually just saw that today and it was really good. So really? take, take I your... I thought we were going to watch it together. So take your nerdy yeah. girlfriends to go we see Star Trek it Into together. Darkness. All right, George Loftus again. Which one... Oh, this is an easy question, actually. 
Which one of you can shotgun a beer fastest? Don't give me the whole we're too old to shotgun spiel. Like, you guys aren't curious now that I brought it up. I'm done. I just me. shotgunned my beer. It's and me. I win. Uh, I I win. It's me. It's 100% me. I'm done. I. It's me. What do you think, Fletcher? I don't think it's Nick. You want to put I it to the test Nick. on the podcast right here, right now? It's between Nick and Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, we could. We can do it. The patio's right there. It'd make for an interesting segment. <laughs> we'll be back after these. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, maybe we should do that the next time we're at a party together drinking booze. <laughs> Just kidding. We've never done that in our lives. <laughs> Who goes to parties? What's booze? I always hear booze. Is that like... Is that like slippers and boots? No, it's when a crowd responds negatively to an event. <laughs> oh, and that's booze. Which that's is what our live crowd is not doing right now. You guys have been great you over there. Seriously, good job, you guys. Man, there's what a great what a great fan base we have. Yeah. Um okay, so I actually um I actually would put money on it being me, but I also think that you as a guy, as a man of your stature, has a potential to drink any beverage at a brisk pace. Um, <laughs> if you were going to say Georgie Lofty, who could eat their food the most in a sort of awkward way at like a family dinner, my money's on Dean all the this way. Guy. My money's on me too. <laughs> Dean might be skinny now, but he still has fat tendencies. <laughs> no, this is a real thing. I mean, this is a chance for you to really. Teach them about, like, one of your little quirks that, you know, not yeah. everyone has. Guys, the trick is really, while you're chewing, to start preparing that next bite. <laughs> I thought you were going to say start swallowing. <laughs> while you're... It's like a cobra. <laughs> uh, conversely, if you want to lose weight, they say you should put your fork down <laughs> swallowing your food before picking it up again and take <laughs> Um, I'm not okay right now. <laughs> I'm losing it. Here's the thing that everyone should do. If you guys want to lose weight, my one of my best advice for people and don't we'll get I mean this is not nutrition, this is just like like a life hack. Let me set my camera on nutrition prior. <laughs> I remember that from the first episode. <laughs> um, but I say drink a glass of water before you eat dinner. Ew. Yeah. What, ew? I mean, I don't, you don't really like, like water. water. Okay, well, drink, <laughs> a, drink you, a beer water. before dinner. Yeah. No! No! <laughs> drink no. a soda before every bite, and you will lose a lot of weight. All right, Loftus, with a, with a rapid fire, would you rather have 12 fingers or 8, tw- eight toes? Um, let me put it this way. 8 toes, a million zillion days of the week, unless my 12 fingers is another opposable thumb. In which case, I would take that over having ten fingers. Could you have opposable thumbs by your pinkies, like on both yeah, sides? Yeah, yeah, that's where, where like you that's really where the natural the like. Yeah, that's actually the dominant. Um, what's it called? Gene or whatever is to have a sixth. Clearly not dominant enough. Well, it's not dominant. <laughs> it's not spread amongst many people. But if those that have it, it's the dominant gene, whoa, which whoa, is whoa, like evolution. So you're saying that if we had twelve fingers, our children would also have twelve fingers. Yeah, that's fantastic. But here's, but I, but I, yeah. I, I, oh, it's I kind of like, like a curse, a good curse. What's that called? But I feel like a there's curse. a benefit to having 
12 fingers like if you had an extra opposable thumb but there's no benefit to having eight toes like if you lost mm. your big toes you would like fall over because you couldn't balance yourself well that's what it's there for it's in there for high school the ninja turtles only have two you, toes on each foot and, and they only have doing, three fingers they're doing just fine yeah. balancing well i feel like <laughs> as an adult whatever that's like 12 <laughs> fingers would be a benefit but in high school I can see it. You get yourself beat up over it. You know what, though? Or, or, not, or if you or, had the uh, extra finger, you'd have that much more punching power. No, I, would okay, it, don't even say <laughs> punching power, though, because, like, the real thing is, you... Man, I'm very passionate about this. I didn't know until <laughs> right now. I didn't know I was so passionate about Look, opposable thumbs. you would be the best at guitar. Yeah. You would be the best at... Like basketball, you might no, have like. You wouldn't be the best at basketball. You, you might. Know. You could grip it when you were in like middle school. Yeah, oh, and wa- yeah, and water yeah, polo because you, you wouldn't have to hold. Think about the pitches your... you could throw. Oh my gosh, pitches! I don't know. Yeah, curveball. Really? It'd be called like the Smurf ball or like the <laughs> extra third ball, and that's like short for extra thumb curveball. Twelve ball. Yeah. Clearly, that's what it would be called. How can you guys not see this? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm not making this up. It's what it would be. Guys, I would take. You know what? I'll take twelve thumbs. Right, I'll take guys, twelve I'm, thumbs. I'm looking, I'm looking up two. Give me fourteen fingers. You know what? See if I care. I'll take twelve thumbs on each hand. I'm looking at just two like a thumbs now. And twelve and eight thumbs on my feet. <laughs> just give me all your thumbs. I'm telling you what. I'm gonna be popular just, for once. Can I switch out all my fingers? I just want thumbs. <laughs> uh, you know what? Speaking of thumbs, mm-hmm. Megan Fox. Check she out has, her thumbs. She's got toe thumbs. She's got Next big time toe you thumbs. See her, check out her thumbs. I will say very small, very no. thick. No. Really? Okay, so I will say <laughs> if you have extra thumbs, the worst kind of thumb to have is the thumb toe that thumbs. looks like a big toe. Yeah, you don't really? know what I'm talking about. George Loftus, if you're gonna say, would you rather have two toe thumbs on each hand? Then we're gonna have to talk. Yeah. No I'm not trying thumbs. to be a freak here. I'm trying to be a <laughs> Mutant. We're trying to be very good at guitar and water polo. And switching the aperture priority with our thumbs. <laughs> I guess it would really affect Probably type. Oh, yeah. You'd video hit the, games. Uh, you'd hit the shift bar without moving your hands. <laughs> video That's games. Right. You could have a dedicated shift finger. Man. <laughs> George, you've just created something that is too good. I'm going to have lonesome dreams of me and a black hayfield man i'd sadness i would take the eight toes just to have 12 fingers mm-hmm. really if that was the option lose a digit get a digit oh man what if, okay can i rephrase the question no what if it's not your question i'm gonna rephrase the question what if <laughs> remember when i said we get on a tangent on a weird thing you could have 12 fingers <laughs> including two well-formed thumbs on each hand how many fingers 12. Okay. Same, same amount. 12, oh, 12 fingers total or on one hand? 12 fingers total. You got six it. on yeah. each hand. Two of them thumbs. Okay. In, you know, the yeah. optimal position. 12 thumbs on one hand but and a nub on the other. But to get that, hand. you have to have no toes whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get like... You, every finger you add, you have to take a toe <laughs> off. Well, no. Well, I mean, that was the 8. That was the 8 to 12. Yeah. Well, it was kind of either or. But... No, all your toes, just for an extra thumb on each hand. I would consider it. No. <laughs> because, <laughs> because basketball, 
would probably not be as easy again. Well, would my feet be normal or would they be just that much smaller? Would I have like women's size seven kids that were the only thing I could fit in? Or I would... mean, exactly how your feet are right now, minus no. the toes. No. Don't ask me what walking would be like. I'm not a wizard. <laughs> I mean, if, if I got to like glide everywhere or something, if that was also part of the equation, then maybe. It's, no, it's I'm it's pretty sure you're not. talking like some chronic ankle and knee disorders after having no toes. No, that's but like, balance. or you'd adjust. I mean, like, or that's how you'd... You'd adjust? No, I mean, you know, people go blind and they can hear things in a room. Like distances. Oh, yeah, stuff. they adjusted. <laughs> like Daredevil. Yeah, they have echolocation. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it'd be like that, but with walking and stuff. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a smart answer. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> Would you rather be the best... <laughs> Would you rather be the best racquetball player ever or find $75 on the street? <laughs> Definitely the best racquetball player ever. Kate Callen coming through. That's amazing. Yeah, racquetball player. Yeah. Tempting, though. Would you uh, rather be able to run 100 miles per hour or fly 10 miles per hour? So I thought this was an interesting one because, yeah, running 100 miles an hour would be really cool because you're super fast. But would you but, be so exhausting? <laughs> But flying, like, who doesn't want to fly? But you would also, like, barely be moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, you couldn't, well, no, 10 you couldn't miles actually an hour. use it as a utility to get anywhere. No, 10 miles an hour is, six like, running. Mile. That's six-minute miles, yeah. That's, like... I mean, I'm not flying back to Texas at 10 miles an hour. Okay, you sure. could. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I could, technically. <laughs> I could run there I'm a lot faster. Forever, but... That's the question. Do you maybe do you get tired running? Yeah, that's really what the question comes down to me on both sides of that because you know I'm like ten miles an hour, like that would help me get to work, you know, really easily in the morning. But you know, I don't run to work because I would arrive completely exhausted and sweaty. So would flying at that rate? be equivalently difficult like if you fly do you have to flap your arms right, exactly or, you just exactly. Like get to or are we talking just like a kind of levitation purely mental power superman style yeah yeah kate, kate you really just did not give us the necessary you really needed to add some, some let me put this though this. i'm still going to say no matter what i'm taking flying because mm. i can do like magic shows and be one of the also richest men in the world with a car that drives a hundred miles per hour, and then we're in the same boat. That's I guess if I could run it in like the Olympics and stuff, yeah. I'd also. Here's another thing: is anywhere you would need to get that's a hundred miles or more away, you could just drive there or fly there. There's right. not really a. I, I can't think of an actual benefit. To getting there in an airborne fashion oh, yeah, over sure. any other method. Whereas, like, within the city, flying, you could get out of traffic. You could, I don't know, get around things. Um, and a lot of times, you wouldn't even be needed. You wouldn't even need to be going maximum speed. Just the act of levitation would be fantastic, even if we're five miles an hour. Yeah. Like, if you're in traffic... 
Right. Like, can you, you like fly get... your car or just yourself? Do you have? You just, can you no, like well, you fly wouldn't take your in? car. I mean, you're not in the city. You wouldn't take it anymore. Well, <laughs> let's see how far I work is like three miles from where I live, and so ten miles an hour that would take me. <laughs> supposed to be a mathematician, right? Well, it'd take me some amount of minutes to get there. <laughs> Whereas, you know, walking and then taking a train would definitely take longer. Okay, well, here's the easiest question ever. Would you rather always be on fire or always be wet head to toe? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, I think that one answers itself. Um, I do have a, a funny one over here. It's not necessarily a... Um, <clears throat> A question, but it's from Blad Wigan, and he just said, talk about aliens, please. I think this is pretty applicable. If I'm going to be president of Mars, I need to have a stance on aliens. Okay, what's your stance? Um, Well, (laughs) I think I need to form a platform now. Oh, man. (laughs) Get this guy on alien platform. Um, I, I support aliens. I support them being on Mars. Um, you know, there's no way we can put up a wall around Mars to not let aliens in, but you know, much like Dean, they have to be well documented and have immigration <laughs> reform. Much like, I just, you know, much like here's Dean, my need, platform. They need I, a passport. They need to be well documented. You know? I like what you did with this question. You're just using it as a soapbox to talk about your conservative agenda. You're not even talking about extra terrestrials. You're literally talking about Mexico. Well, he didn't specify what kind of alien. That's too much fun. Okay. Anyway. Would you rather read a boring book? Destin Legary. The Destin Legary. Destin, if oh, you yeah. listen to this, that guy. come back. We miss you. Mama, Mama wants you to come home. He wants me to know, or he wants us to answer, which is almost exactly the opposite. He wants us to know <laughs> that he wants an answer to the following question. Okay, assuming that these take the same time, would you rather read a boring book or watch a boring movie? So let's. let's We're talking about a twenty-hour boring movie. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Twenty hours is a little long for reading a book. Yeah, it's like eight hours longer than that. You're really good at reading. (laughs) Why my pinky is up on my uh, liquid vibration here? That's why. But thank you for the well-formed question of you know completing of of including how long it would take. Yeah. I'm going to say that given, you know, like, well, okay, so read a boring book. You can learn new words. You can learn something about sentence structure. You get an intellectual stimulation that you don't get from a boring movie, let's say. But a boring movie, you can just tap out. Like, you can just be iPadding, you know, (laughs) using your iPad. Yeah, like, what's the level of focus required for this question? I guess a book takes... Your, all your, your focus. focus, yeah. So I'd say boring movie. <laughs> Would you rather read a boring book or have a boring movie being played in your apartment while you do completely other stuff? <laughs> Option B for me. 
Um, Salvatore, one of the uh, OG fans here, um, says, since you're an Xbox fan, are you excited for the new console? And I am excited for the new console, but, um, okay, so I, like, largely don't buy into, like, ultimate, like, negative press that is everywhere all the time. Although, like, I have concerns that I think are justified, but, like... Unlike everyone else who's like pitchfork and hand grenades, is that what a modern mob looks like these days? I'll just wait for sure. E3. Like, I would much rather actually know more about the console than choose a side right now. And you can't buy it yet, so like, just wait. Just give it a second and yeah, see if you're into it. At this point, it's all like a marketing ploy to just try to get you amped up about, you know. <clears throat> but I think Xbox is moving in an interesting direction. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are. So if you don't know, Xbox is really going with the media console thing. And they're like, you know, they devoted about, you know, 60% of their time talking about its media capabilities mm-hmm. and much less about games. Right. But, like, at the same time, like, that's interesting to me because I use my consoles as media devices. So, like, yeah. whether I want to see, like, great games all the time. I mean, actually, like, I'm at a point, um, this is going to sound like disingenuous but i'm at a point where like i don't really need a ton of great games like i don't play all the games that get tens like i don't have that kind of time and like this way that i spread my time around now is like i i really like to read i really like to watch movies i like to play games and a lot of those games i mean i would say vast majority of those games at this point are apps and i think that's just a preferable way for me to play those things but that being said, all of the like pretty much all of the big games that come out on Xbox are going to be out on PS4 now. So like mm-hmm. it's just personal preference. I I mean if one of them costs $250 more than the other one, that'll make a lot of people's minds for them. Mhm. So, um that's my question. Who would win in fight, me or George Loftus? Salvatore wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh Salvatore, you seem kind of like uh you you I've, you've been meddlesome in the group before. You've you've caused some uh, chaos. I'm gonna say you because you you throw down. <laughs> I think the way we need to solve this, much like you tried to make us solve it, is y'all need to have a beer shotgunning contest. Oh, George, then clearly. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, um, okay. I mean, uh, show. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, try and reconvene, see if we want to continue to answer questions or, you know, talk about the actual thing that we said we would talk about, which is social media. We'll be right back. Okay. Um, what next? Do you have a question? Yes. So Michael Pankhurst wanted to know, this is actually kind of a legitimate pancakes. question. We call them pancakes. Michael Pancakes wants to know, what companies do we think use social media well? Or in his words, good like. Companies use a good like? Um, okay, I, I mean, I can start. One of the companies I always think of is ThinkGeek. Um, if you guys are familiar with ThinkGeek, they sell sort of novelty products for technophiles. Um, so they sell, like, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's, like... I bought uh, <clears throat> lightsaber chopsticks from them. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, they do that. But, like, if you go on their Twitter feed, like... Everything they do is, like, super on point. They have, like, funny little dates 
that they say like you know it was this day 30 years ago that george lucas first met steven spielberg or whatever and like then they have like maybe sometimes they have a link but they don't really push products like annoyingly like i don't know like i just i just like sort of trust that twitter feed to deliver exactly what they say they're going to even though like i don't buy stuff from it all the time i just i just like the way they've dealt with their social media presence um another one that's a little interesting that the people might not think of i think mcdonald's uses their at least twitter feed really well um they make a lot of jokes like pretty much anyone that interacts with them on there they'll reply to you uh they even Hmm. i've seen you know i've seen people on weird twitter before just try to troll mcdonald's and mcdonald's basically answers them back and they're fine with having like a funny conversation so they make Hmm. their social media more about interacting with people and not just trying to push like Hey, we're McDonald's. So yeah. they actually do a really good job of it, and you know, keeping their perception of like being, you know, friendly to people. Yeah, McDonald's gave me a free smoothie on Clout this week, so that was cool. Well, nice. Clout perks. <laughs> nice. What have you earned on Clout? What have What have we earned on Clout? I'm still on sixty five. Hi, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, yeah. I like the way IGN. Um, uses social media because it's a very big media company but they still i mean i I think it's always like a process like do you tweet out every single story you do when you have a hundred stories a day but they don't Mm -hmm. um and i mean i i guess i like it especially because i was a part of it and i got to see how and why we did certain things Mm -hmm. it's very organized comedy central um they're not like my favorite, but they're following me and they tweeted to me, which is nuts. Like I didn't tweet to them. They tweeted to wow, me. Really? Yeah. So you're basically a celebrity. 373,000 people think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some, some good stuff. People yep. using social media well. Okay. Let's do one. Um. Let's do one more. Uh, does anybody have one more? <laughs> <laughs> he said from a week in the future. <laughs> oh, I do. He said from the present. <laughs> let's let's just grab, let's crowdsource this one. Let's grab one from the crowd. Anyone out there have a question you want to hear? I'm Daniel Goodwin. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> um, okay, I actually kind of like this question. Would you rather have a timer that counts down to the second you meet your true love or it be a surprise? Stolen from the movie Timer. But let's also say, forget his question, but would you rather know the exact moment that you were going to die or not? Because I think that's actually a better question. <laughs> this is like, if you this had is a like timer. The big fish question. Yeah, the big fish question. If you had a timer counting down, would you rather... When it gets to zero, die or fall in love. <laughs> I guess it's you die. laugh, but what if it's seventy-five years from now? Mm. That's gonna be a long drop. And then you're just depressed. <laughs> it's gonna be a drop. For yeah, a long so time. this yeah, this is like the this is like the big fish question. You know, die. knowing how you were good gonna, question, Daniel. Knowing how you were gonna die would definitely allow you to Sky do back. anything else in life because you know you're gonna survive it. Um, you know. 
you could still skydive and break your nose, but... But what if you just <laughs> you became comatose for like a hundred years? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see yourself, you're all old on the bed, and you're like, oh, that's great. I'm going to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge as a joke. And then it's like, whoops. <laughs> but then you survive the landing because it's not your time. And you're like, well, crap, now I broke every bone in my body. <laughs> it's blows. I wish I'd never <laughs> known that. <laughs> um... No, I don't think I would want to know the timeline for anything. That's what makes it fun. I think so, yeah. I oh, really? I want to not know. I mean, that's like a... Hmm. Weird. That was like a deep answer, not a funny answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, seriously, that's it's interesting because things. I would. Okay, absolutely. you know what this I is like? Want, I want a timer to count down to when I'm going to be Here's president of Mars. Is, <laughs> nice. Here's, Here's something. Is I think that I am... Am and would always be happier needing to like work to earn a living compared to like just having some endless source of endless supply of money. And but the but the thing is, at any moment, it's like, hey, would you rather work today or like just get your money for free? You might be tempted to go, like, oh, my money for free, mm. but I'll take that one, the money for free. Oh, yeah. Well, but like what? No, but see, but then think about it though. Book. This is my point. Is like, is like that seems like the option you want, but you like lose, like you lose purpose in it. And I almost think think a similar thing might happen if you you knew when you were going to die or knew when you were going to fall in love. It's like it takes those challenges away from you, which actually like can be a real drive. Um, yeah, then you wouldn't get out. You wouldn't date. You wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Necessarily like, do anything like you know. so. It's a challenge. Okay. It's a difficult thing. And if you could remove the difficult thing in an instant, maybe you would choose to. But like, given that it's there, I feel like it can be very rewarding. Okay, so that's why I think I would say no to meeting the love of your life. Mm. But like, only because I think that that would stop you from doing a lot of things that would be valuable life experiences. Whereas. Knowing when exactly you were going to die would only cause you to have more valuable life experiences. If you knew right now that you were going to die in five years, you cannot tell me that you'd be doing the same things. Mm -hmm. Like, we would be living, like, a little louder. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, I mean, that's probably the truth. And if you knew that you were going to die in, like, 75 years, you'd be like, well, that's great. Like, I'm I'm never going to have, like... A, a weird health scare or something, but like well, it's not going to really affect your like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that that says you're going to die in 75 years. It doesn't mean like uh, you're going to get in a car accident and you're going to lose your legs and be paralyzed. You know, I like. So. And I mean, that movie... speaks to Dean's, though. Not. I mean, that doesn't speak to mine. Like, I'm fine knowing that I'm going to die in yeah. five years if. But I'm not fine with that yeah. being, like, a surprise. Yeah, and I mean, that is kind of what, what happened in the Big Fish thing, is that, you know, anytime he got scared doing something or really intimidated, he was like, oh, wait, I know this isn't how I go. Yeah, I forget like the specifics it. of it, but, like, they they would see how they were going to die, too. So, like, yeah. Yeah. presumably he knew that he hadn't been, like, paralyzed for the preceding 20 years to his death or mm-hmm. something. It's kind of presu- just a presumption. Yeah, I know, okay. but, yeah. But there was another character in that movie that was like, you know, like 35 and died on the toilet. And that could just Everyone as easily else, be Everyone else, yeah. You. All his other friends died young. You could just know that was a bad thing that you were going to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but okay, so yeah. in the three questions that we've sort of created out of this one question, no, I would not want to know when I was going to meet the love of my life because what if I'm in love and I'm married when that happens? Like, I'm going to know, like, oh, shoot, that's the love of my life. But, like, oh, well, like, I'm married and I'm committed to this one beautiful, amazing woman. Like, that's a curse. Well, you're saying the love of your life is something outside of that. I mean, it's certainly possible. What kind of love is that? I don't know. Like, you don't think that there's, like, a person that could be better for you? No, actually. No, because I think at... I mean, at some point, love, like, I, at some point, the commitment of love becomes way more important than any kind of combat, compatibility, like, or, you know, even, even happiness, let me say, like, the, like, the commitment is a, is a truer, like, better thing than those other things. So I, I, I would say if you're married to someone, I mean, I'm not sure the exact context of this, but I'd say if you're married to someone, that is the love of your life. Unless you're wanting, unless divorce is kind of an option for you, which I don't take it to be for myself. Like, yeah. And I, yeah, I would say, what do you call the love of your life? If not, if not that, you know, like, even if there's someone, well, quote, I mean, unquote, there are better, people that get in divorce or there's people that that's wives pass away and then they're. And then they meet like a second love of their life. Or oh, something. is that how it like, works? Because if it's the, the love life, of your yeah. life, that well, means one person. Right? Well, I mean, I've, yeah, I've known people that have been married for a short amount of time and their wife has died from some, you know, freak accident and they meet someone else and they're like, wow, I never thought this would happen. But like, I'm just in love with this other person. I think there's a lot of people out there that we could be happy with it's not it's not like it's ordained that like there's that one person out there that you're going to run into i think there's a lot of people that we could end up being really happy with but like what dean is saying is that when you meet someone and you choose that like okay this is the one that's going to make me happy then like that's it like that's the one for you yeah that's the one for you because like you chose for that person to be the one for you you know yeah I mean that's fine, but like, what if it wasn't? Like, what if it? What if you got your little people make magic mistakes, I guess. Yeah, magic I lamp, mm-hmm. and it was like, no, actually, this is the love of your life, and you're like, well, crap, like I'm already married when this happened. Like, I mean, I almost wonder if that kind of thing, like, honestly, would happen. Like, time or aside, like, what if you are married, and you meet someone you didn't have a timer leading up to this, but you do meet someone. Mm-hmm. who you think is like i don't know super compatible or super just makes you feel amazing about yourself i don't know what are the attributes of a love of your life if they, it's the if same. they retweet you a lot <laughs> that would do it but uh that's you know, how you get to know what, like <laughs> the, would be, like, the counter just leads down to some <laughs> girl retweeting you and you're like my first one in 20 years <laughs> now my you know, cloud scores at 1 instead of 0 it doesn't matter and i don't and i don't think like I mean, if you take marriage really seriously, like that doesn't matter. Like, and it, and it, it kind of matters as much as you entertain it. And you know, you kind of, I guess, shouldn't even entertain it if, if you're already, if you're already committed. You know. Uh, yeah, I guess, but I, I think that's yeah. a sort of, I no. think that's a romanticized, unrealistic expectation for marriage, which is to say that you know, like this idea of. 
of commitment supersedes both love and compatibility and all these things. And to be frank about it, just because you're permanently compatible with someone, which is, this is us getting into sort of like Christianity debate here, but like just because we all believe that marriage is a permanent thing for wow. us, that doesn't mean that you've made the right decision. Like that really yeah, doesn't I mean, mean what, that 50, that's the perfect. You may not have of, chosen the best. Yeah. Fifty percent of weddings, person, like fifty percent of marriages still end in divorce or something like there that. There you have it, guys. We got deep. We got <laughs> yeah. deep all of a sudden. Hey, so like we get real on this podcast. There you have we're ending on a games. little a little like kind of like a I don't know, a blue note. <laughs> But there was the other one too, which here's, is here's what we're gonna leave with. If no, 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 she, no, no. There was one more. You, she loves you. There was one more thing though that we have. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a nice quote. A little wrap up quote. If she retweets you, she loves you. But we're gonna put it as RTs. Um, so, so you two say no for marriage. I probably say no for marriage. I mean, love, love of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I would say for death. You guys. I, wonder, I, I mean, I would not want to know when I die. I already do. I already, tons, know, I already know I'm going to die. Well, I already do tons of crazy things anyway. And I think the thrill of doing some of those fun and crazy things is like, okay, this is, fun this is crazy. a little, this is a little dangerous. <laughs> like I might not, you know, I might not make it mm-hmm. out of this. Like I jump out of the plane and my parachute might break again. Like I might fall out of it this time um and i think that's like what adds a little bit of excitement to it yeah. like knowing that i would survive everything i did would i necessarily have mm-hmm. as much fun like flying up in the plane would i be like okay i'm gonna survive this like it could become really boring to you just knowing that like anything you did that should be exciting should give you an adrenaline rush was just like oh okay well i know it's not that dangerous it's not gonna harm me I'd um, say, I think that's what adds a little flair to everything. It's totally. just kind of having the question. I'd say no to finding out when I died for a completely different reason is that, sure, it'd be great if it turned out to be in 70 years from now, but if it did turn out to be in 10 years from now, I'd just be bummed for 10 years. You think? Yeah. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, totally. I feel like that's one of, like that's like the reason... I would go get married and just like start having kids right now. (laughs) Just gotta pass that DNA on. I'm going. I'm going, but I'm leaving 18. Somebody's gonna go be president of Mars. Yeah, (laughs) not me. It's gonna be a Massey. (laughs) I feel like okay. Yeah, I mean we we've tread this ground, but I feel like if it was 10 years for me, I wouldn't be bummed. I'd be like freaking on. Like I'd be on hyperdrive to do the things that I wanted to do, and less of the stuff that is sort of. Life just, maintenance. I'm already on hyperdrive. I want to chill out for 20 years at some point in my future. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last part of this that we sort of created out of this one question. If you could just do exactly what you do right now or just get paid and not do it. And Fletcher, like... Dean, I don't know. You guys might be all over the place with this question, but I would love to like go to school. I'd like love to like learn math, even though I hate math, and just have like a broader understanding of the world instead of a more tailored to a yeah. career understanding. It it would be nice to just have you know endless resources and get 
to travel, get to do kind of whatever you wanted um, and not really be tied down. I would like to, you know, I would like to feel like I earned something, you know, but I wouldn't be opposed to like, oh, winning a Powerball $600 million lottery. Like I'm set for life. My kids are set, you know. Um, there's all in savings. There's a different like, you know, there's a different responsibility that comes along with that. Like not just totally taking advantage of it. But yeah, there is a lot of comfort that comes with like, oh, I know I'm never going to like max out my credit card or like have to worry about a mortgage. And that's a lot of stress that it can like, you know, take off your back. Sure. And then you can, you can still work just because you have resources or money doesn't mean you can't work on a project or yeah. still be really dedicated to something. Well, sorry to get all serious, but I feel like I, the, I wouldn't like work myself if i didn't need the money like but that said like i feel like it would really get depressing if i was spending all of this free money on myself like i think if you're i think you can also find purpose in just kind of altruistic means like like you know if you had unlimited money coming in and you decided to like go and make some change in the world i think you could be really happy but i think well, we're if not you're... talking quite unlimited. We're talking basically like a a normal salary is what you're making. Well, it's... okay. Well, by go and make a difference in the world, I mean like be able to spend all your time on something else because you don't have a job. So sure. I'm not saying like, oh, you're getting billions of dollars and you can just build cities and places. But um... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> on Mars? That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Um but I just think it's a, it's a sad existence to like have to not need money and not really care to give either to just kind of like have what you need and self, I don't know, like be self-sufficient. Like what, like what good are you? You're neither like contributing to the system nor really, um, you know. Uh, earning anything in it like you're neither you're neither contributing work nor money or or effort to the system you're just kind of like dangling i just it just depresses me i don't know i i want to earn a living yeah so dean the triple no fletcher the (laughs) one and a half no and me the zero no (laughs) we see this is why this podcast works we represent a diverse Middle class white. <laughs> um, and just to be clear, we're really not that useful as we are. And no, no. I mean, this is it, guys. We yeah, spent money on a microphone. This is what we got. <laughs> and beer every week. They this price matched Amazon, but that's as good as we could do. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, you know, let us know if you thought we just got real boring when we got serious because yeah. we could have talked would you rathers. Uh-huh. All day for the rest of or our lives. Or did you think we were really, really deep? Yeah. Or if we had money, we could just podcast for you people all day, every Guys, day. Guys, let's try just this. stream a live, you live stream for you. send us a lot of money. We quit our jobs. <laughs> and we see, like, who does best. Yeah, Here's let's what... try that. That's our challenge for this week. That's our challenge. You right. guys send us, like, 3000 bucks a person. and I mean, or, like, we... eight. But. Here's the here's an idea, guys. Here's an idea that I'm just gonna say right now. So when eventually years to come, it happens, they're just gonna be like, "Well, they didn't completely blindside us. It was an episode four, right?" 
what if we did the exact same podcast as we're doing right now, but we also had like a video component and that one was like 99 cents? And people were like, yeah, I'd rather, I'd much rather watch these handsome fellas. Oh, interesting. That's the premium. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start. Ex- we're gonna the start only podcast gold edition <laughs> the- gold. Well, if you want to listen to us, it's free. But if you, if you, if you want to watch us, amazing. If we, you- <laughs> we sell out after episode four. <laughs> we have only got like thirty people. We had forty fans, <laughs> and now we're gonna milk them for all they're worth. If you. We're well, you can, up with fifteen bucks. You can obviously listen to us. Sell out, lose all our fans, get eight dollars, split it for a PBO. <laughs> you can obviously listen to us for free, but if you want to watch this podcast naked, then you're gonna have to pay the premium subscription. Wow, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you fools. So hopefully you made it through all that really serious talk and got to that end where we had some funny we're jokes. Hilarious again. <laughs> See, we're, we're back. Guys, no, we're we're back. back. Episode all five right. is gonna Let's be go. uh, next stop. recording. Let's stop do asking it. us depressing questions. Yeah, um, yeah, that's like, your fault. Screw you guys. <laughs> um, Just all right, I like you. Well, thanks so much for coming out, studio audience. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird weird way they said that anyway uh, the acoustics in here are really strange yeah thank you so much for listening uh as always follow us on twitter because that's where we derive meaning in life i'm at n-i-c-v-a-r-g-u-s dean casalina is at d-e-a-n-c-a-s-a-l-e-n-a and at fletcher massey at f massey <laughs> F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R-M-A-S-S-I-E. Full name, Fletcher Massey. The Only Tweets. That's our Twitter for the podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast but you're not part of our group, the only group in the world on Facebook, that is a place to be. That is where people talk all week long about just completely diverse topics. But it's a pretty fun place to be. Anyway, uh, let's cut this thing out because it's ten minutes over. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Uh, we loved your questions this week and, um, yeah, see you next week. Bye. Bye.